What's up, guys? Nick Script, P2W Fantasy Podcast. <clears throat> Continuing to roll this offseason, my goal is to eventually get other analysts back on the podcast for live streams. I've had a change of living situation, and the internet is a little shaky, so I just hate putting out a bad product if I'm fuzzy. I'll get there for sure, but you know that the content does not stop. A few things for the podcast today. Number one, talking trade strategy and techniques again, touching on the rookie class briefly for two, and then for three, talking the P2W Fantasy Patreon and P2W Data. <clears throat> Excuse the uh, the voice, got a little mucus, the weather kind of fucks me up sometimes. But uh, number one, this time of the year can be difficult when it comes to trading in some dynasty leagues. There are leagues of diehards where the entire year the activity is high all the way down to leagues where the you know this is a dead period up until rookie drafts and there's plenty in the middle you know it, it ranges regardless of where your league falls you can still push to be active and shape your team how you want it in dynasty you should always be looking to make your team better regardless of how great or terrible it is that's how you play to win this time of the year, you may be looking to flip your players for picks or for other players. On the Sleeper app, you can always click the button to place a player on the trade block. Sometimes this means you get offers. Sometimes this means there's crickets and you get nothing. Two strategies within the Sleeper app I have used for trying to sell or deal players include, one, adding what I'm looking for, for the said player as their nickname. You can edit their nickname. Example, naming Nick Scripps' nickname a 2023 second round pick. This gives the direct, this is what gets it done for those people that struggle to get deals or send anything. I typically list more than one thing when it comes to that. So I might, you know, if I'm selling Nick Chubb, I might say this pick or I'm looking for a wide receiver of similar value, something like that. I, I just put in that nickname what exactly I am looking for. Again, people sometimes struggle with, hey, I don't, I don't really know what to send. Number two, I, re I recently tried this one out and it worked, but I would say, hey, Nick Scripp is on the trade block. If you are interested, like this message and I will send you offers that involve him. This lets you know out of your 10 or 12 person league who is actually interested so you don't waste your time or other people's time. So if three people like that message, you would look then at those three teams and send them all a few offers involving that player. I did this recently with Terry McLaurin. I said, hey, if anybody's you know interested in Terry, like this and I'll send you offers. And then I had a couple people like the message. And then those couple people, I sent multiple Terry McLaurin offers that I would you know, sell him for. And I ended up getting the, the, the deal done. Um, if you're looking into buying players at this time, always, always keep in mind that you sending an offer for a player obviously shows interest and lets a manager know, hey, I want this player. He's good. So giving them that information that, hey, I want that guy and I think he's good, you need to give them an actual incentive to let that player go. You should identify two things here. Number one, the direction their team is going, meaning are they more of a win-now team, rebuild, or somewhere in between? And or two, what their team needs are, and, and based off of that, you know what's, what's their positional needs? 
I've said this example multiple times in the past, but you're not going to offer the Mark Andrews manager, Travis Kelsey, right? You can say, hey, it's a good deal to send Travis Kelsey for whatever player you're looking to get, but they don't need that right now. You need to look at their actual team needs. Too many people ignore identifying that the team needs and you know their, their wants are things that... Um, I'm going to rephrase this. Too many people scratch identifying what other people need for their teams before sending offers. They just send offers that make sense in a calculator or they think are fair without looking and saying, hey, you know, they really need this. How do I address this team need? You know, and now you as, as a dynasty fantasy football player or somebody that's interested listening to this podcast, you know, in March, it may mean you're a veteran, right? I mean, not many people are actively, you know, listening to this sort of stuff at this time of year. I mean, the podcast uh, downloads and plays are still decent for me, but I know a lot of people are kind of checked out, you know, which means that, you know, something simple like this for the people that may be checked out from trading needs to be heard. You know, some of this seems elementary to some people, but I think for a lot of people, you know, finding little ways to get trades done, like what I've suggested, can go a long way. So I'm hoping that something from that little piece uh, can stand out to you or is something you can send to somebody else and say, hey, you know, listen to this piece of the episode. He said something that can, can really help when it comes to getting trades. Because again, this time of year in some leagues, still pretty active, but in other leagues, it's like a dead time. So uh, always try to stay active and find ways to to keep people active. But that'll do it for the trade strategy. Just for this episode, we'll move on. I wanted to, for the second portion of this podcast, touch briefly on the rookie draft class, the 2023 draft class. This time of the year, everyone and their mother is dropping incoming, you know, incoming rookie content which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But to me, it can be overwhelming as a consumer trying to figure out you know, what is accurate and who to trust. My advice to you is to find trusted sources who have a good track record and are consistent with their content. Anyone at the end of the day can do a thread or uh, let you know the strengths and weaknesses of a prospect, but you'll find that those threads and those write-ups and those opinions really can be a different person to person that puts them out there. I'll give you three names personally of people that I trust for this sort of content. Number one, J.J. Zacharyson. J.J. is someone I look up to in the industry. I had the pleasure of hosting him and the next guy on the same podcast that I'll mention uh, prior to the season. His podcasts are awesome and to the point. He's one of the best minds in the industry, and he right now is outlining on his podcast uh, rookie information. He'll have a rookie guy that is fantastic. So definitely check JJ out. Most people are probably following him. He's one of the biggest names in the industry, but again, somebody I personally respect a lot. Number two is Scott Barrett. Scott and I did a ton of podcasting together preseason for fantasy points. Someone else I look up to a ton in the industry. He comes out with massive articles covering prospects closer to the draft that are filled with data details, his grades and, and fun facts. <clears throat> and then number three, probably my best friend in the industry, Kevin Coleman. Kevin specializes in Debbie content and is within the trio of the Devi Royale that features Christian Williams and Jeff Bell, who <clears throat> are, are also respected Debbie analysts. 
Kevin works extremely hard dropping info with their guide. Uh, he does YouTube content. He has consistent tweets. Um, Kevin, to me, is just a guy that that truly grinds it out and, and puts out a lot of information and truly cares about helping people be better at fantasy football. So these are three guys that I, I feel like are very, very reliable uh, for me personally as sources. Again, there's so many people out there producing content. I've seen for more examples like Daniel uh, Daniel Harms, my guy Popes from FTN. Uh, those guys are you know consistently putting out either video or thread content. So uh, there's there's definitely good people out there. Uh, I, I just wanted to outline three. For me, it's not my strong point this time of year, this time of year. I will drop some graphics and simple player profile uh, profiles for the prospects based off of consumed information. I just dropped a graphic covering info for uh, what most people consider the top three wide receiver prospects in Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and Quinton Johnson. I thought it was good. It, it was a decent plug, just simple to the point, showing some stats. Uh, it's on Twitter and TikTok. I'll personally drop more data and player info following the draft. For me, that's just better timing for prospect information and how they fit on teams. I'm never going to bullshit uh, anything when it comes to the information I share. I focus primarily on dynasty this time of the year for current players, but be on the lookout for prospect profiles uh, in such closer to the NFL draft for me and after the NFL draft, just being transparent and honest about that. Lastly, for this podcast number three, I want to briefly plug the P2W Fantasy Patreon. I currently have 30 different tabs within the P2W Data Google Sheet, giving you information I hand-calculated. This information will help you separate players, identify upside, and overall give you fantasy-specific information you cannot find in most places in one spot. That alone is worth the subscription. I also plug Dynasty Rankings Weekly. I have a trading chat, a strategy section, buy sell section, player profiles, uh, prospect profiles, the podcast feed, threads, all within the Patreon for this time of year. Obviously, redraft season will be much different. If you are truly a fanatic and you play to win, subscribe. You might spend $5 on something stupid today, so let alone once a month for something like that is worth it. This also supports my P2W Fantasy brand as well as myself as a content creator. I just uh, had a video, a live stream yesterday, which you can find on Twitter, where I am showing you on the video the the different pieces within that fantasy or that uh, P2W Fantasy Patreon Discord, as well as the P2W data set. Five bucks a month. I know not everybody likes to add costs, but I, I truly think that the amount of stuff I do for it is is worth five dollars. That'll do it for this podcast. Appreciate you guys who are still listening this time of year. The grind doesn't motherfucking stop for me. I'm always here with the intent to help you play to win. Enjoy your weekends.